time for Plan of the Week on Real World Gardener. On the line, I've got horticulturalist and native plant expert, Adrian O'Malley. How are you today, Adrian? It's a beautiful sunny day. I'm doing all right. Excellent. Now, today we're going to be doing another bush tucker plant, something that maybe not too many people have heard of. It's the Myrnong, which scientifically is Microcerus lanceolata in the daisy or asteraceae family. And when I hit the books, at least I knew what I was looking for, lanceolata. So the leaves are lance-like. And when I was reading about it, I was picturing in my mind, you know, asteraceae, daisy flowers, it's, it's gonna ha- it has a yellow flower, a lot like a dandelion, um, that, that lovely sort of uh, lemony yellow flower. And it's found, again, it's got a reasonably wide distribution, <laughs> Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania, South Australia. So it's widespread. And and one of the photos I saw was, you know, in the um, snowy mountains on top of a mountain. So um, subalpine habitats through to to, um, sclerophyll, so open forest and and, uh, grasslands, mallee, saltbush communities. So it's a highly widespread and highly adaptable plant given... Uh, those that broad distribution it almost sounds weedy and when you look at it it does look like an elongated native daisy not native daisy what am I saying the the weed the daisy weed whatever it is and people are probably going that's it dandelion sorry I got lost for words (laughs) but (laughs) the people are probably wondering which part do you eat do you eat the flower do you eat the leaves uh, in, in fact, it's actually underground tubers. Yeah, it was a staple food for, well, the name, Murnong, Murnong is obviously an Indigenous name, and um, it was a staple food of, of Indigenous Australians, the Wurundjeri mob. It was a staple part of their diet um, up until about the 1840s when sheep came along, apparently, and um, were competing with, uh, for, for food. Yeah, the sheep grazed them to extinction practically. I, I think in Victoria, at least, that's uh, that was the end of the Murnong. Yeah, but... and so you, we, we've said you eat the roots. They can be eaten raw or baked, warm with butter, which sounds kind of nice. I've never eaten it and I've never seen it. Um, sweet and slightly coconutty, so it sounds kind of nice. The leaves are edible and you might enjoy them with, in, you know, with a bit of dressing or vinegar or something, but it's it's the tubers that you would grow them for, and it's suitable. We, we've talked about the distribution, so full sun to part shade. It's not particularly big. It's kind of 30, 30 centimeters wide by maybe up to thirty centimeters high. It's drought tolerant. Uh, it will tolerate sandy soils, but obviously will prefer a richer soil. And if you were to plant, if you do manage to get your hands on one, you eat the tubers the following year. Yeah, I, I guess so. The The tubers start forming sort of in the middle of the summer after the yellow dandelion-like flowers appear. And when they turn into seed heads and they die down completely, that's when you dig them up. So that's what I've discovered. But the seed heads just look like dandelion seed heads, exactly the same. Oh, so that kind of, it, it, the flower closes up and you get that spear-like flower head. Yeah, you know the fluffy thing which has got all those achenes in it, that, you know the dandelion yeah. that you normally blow the... Yeah, the, the spreading seed. weeds everywhere as a, yeah. as a kid. Exactly. That's the one, yep. 
Oh, good. Well, maybe we could spread native, not weeds, instead of dandelions. If we can, if we can get a. I mean, I'd be prepared to give this a go because I like the the sound of the taste. I think it sounds interesting to eat, um, and it can be grown in pots. Oh yeah, that would be and rockery gardens. I guess the same same kind of thing. Um, it's drought tolerant. I didn't find out if it was frost tolerant, but I guess if it dies down, it probably would be. And, and considering um, it grows in the snowy mountains, uh, you would think that it, it would be tolerant of cold temperatures. Oh, yes. I forgot that you mentioned that. So it would be totally tolerant. I, yeah. I would think so, that it could colonise your garden fairly well as much as dandelion plants were. So I'm not sure that it's got weed potential or not, but it's something you might want to try uh, in a pot to begin with, as you suggested. And, and if you do, and if you do harvest it, um, it's a perennial, so don't don't uh, kill the plant in in your eagerness to have a feed. Um, be don't be so greedy. Eat, leave some of the tubers for next time, so the plant can continue to thrive. That's true. Otherwise, you could just collect the seeds and um, store them dry. Apparently, the best way to store them is in the fridge until you need them next time. Ah, and being. In Asteraceae, it probably propagates pretty easily. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, there we go. So that's um, the Mernon. I don't know. I think it's called a yam as well. But that's Microceris lanceolata, something to look out for maybe in a native seed catalogue or native plant nursery. Yam daisy is Uh, what I'm looking at. Yep, that's what it is. Okay. Well, there we have it. That's yam daisy or Mernon. Once again, Adrian, thanks for chatting with me on Real World Gardener. Thanks, Marianne.